So welcome back to Thrive, your agency resource. Get ready for a very timely and very purposeful conversation today. My guest is Kirk Souter, co-founder and leadership coach at ENSO, Leadership for Impact. Kirk and I are, let's call it kindred spirits, uh, in that he coaches high-impact creative leaders to find their greatest possibilities in authentic leadership, purpose, and impact. Kirk, welcome to the show. I literally could not be more excited for this conversation. Thanks, Kelly. It's really great to be here. And, and from our talks previously, you're right, we're very kindred, kindred spirits and souls, and it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. So I do absolutely want to talk about um, the Soul Purpose Conference that's coming up uh, later this month. But I really want to start with your journey. Uh, we have very similar journeys, and, and in the book that I'm writing, we'll kind of delve into how many people have a similar journey. But I want to talk about your journey from the perspective of how that led you to leave your role from president and chief creative officer to pursue what felt truly authentic to you. Absolutely. You know, so in a very quick nutshell, I started as a creative in the business. I started in New York. I moved out to Los Angeles. I started a company called Ground Zero. It was a very creatively accoladed agency. I continued to, to expand into, into the industry. I eventually became president and CCO of Ryanie Publicis in San Francisco. And, um, you know, it was one of those moments where you seemingly arrive where you always wanted to arrive at. And yet, it's kind of like opening, finding this beautifully wrapped gift package you always wanted to get, then you open it up and there's really not a lot inside. And, and I spent two years in that role um, and finally began, you know, became aware that, you know, as I was going into work, I was experiencing dread for the first mm -hmm. time in my life. Instead of feeling excitement about what was going to happen that day, I was feeling dread. And, and the one thing that lit me up in my whole week whenever I was at work was I would get two or three phone calls because I'm a, I'm a cancer survivor. I, I was mm. diagnosed at the age of 18 with uh, what was then a terminal prognosis of, of wow. stage four sarcoma and, um, and managed to get through that. And the, the, th the, the big gift from that, well, there was many gifts from that, but one of them was I, I'm on, a, on call to many hospitals and so on when a new patient comes in. And so these calls with these with these patients were so powerful for me because I got to be a part of, of, you know, uplifting their consciousness about what was happening. And I said, maybe the dread I'm feeling in the traditional space is because I'm meant to do something else. Mm -hmm. And, and I, you know, because of my cancer experience, because I was very intimately aware of the finiteness of this existence we're in, I resigned from my role and went back to grad school uh, in a very um, experiential program, a master's in spiritual psychology. And it became way more for me than just becoming a counselor or something. It was a life-changing experience and awakening to who I really am and what was really possible mm. in this life. And, um, and so as I was nearing the time to leave that, I found myself in a wall in that my soul really said it's about going out and being of service and purpose and and my brain was saying but we have to make a living you've got a couple kids there's college in the future right. and 
and I encountered this polarity which was stopping me. And right. and through the, the 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 actual experiential part of this program that I was in, I became aware that that was just an idea I had. Right. Right. That wasn't real. That was a notion. Right. And I wanna I wanna read. Um the quote that actually was in the email for when you you actually announced sole purpose you said you have to make a choice what brings you alive or what keeps you alive you can't have both you have your work that keeps you and your family fed and you have your doing good that stuff is on the other side that lights you up it's not possible to bring them together so what I would love to ask is tell us how you really dismantled that line of thinking. Cause that's those, that polarity is very strong and there is a reality to both parts. Right. So how did you dismantle that? Well, I became aware because of the training I was in the difference between what is my personal thinking and mm -hmm. what is my true wisdom, my, mm -hmm. my soul's wisdom. And, and when I would go into my soul's wisdom, it was like, who said that? Like, that's not, there's not, there's not some Rosetta Stone in the universe where that's <laughs> like chiseled into, it's made up. Um, right. And reality is flexible. It's as flexible as our belief systems are. So there's this wonderful quote by a ecstatic poet lived in the day of Rumi where he, uh, named Hafiz who said, our words become the house we live in. And what he's saying is our, our reality is our beliefs. Mm -hmm. uh, so, when I saw that, when I gave awareness to that thought, that it was just a thought, it dissolved. And, and I, I really accepted a, a world where I could do something that really brings me alive, that had purpose to it, and make a good living at it. And right. within two days, I got a call from a company in Washington, D.C. I had never heard of called GMMB. It was, a, it was kind of an agency PR company, political company, but all they did was, was, was um, positive impact projects and progressive politics. And, and by the way, he said, we're the lead agency for Obama for America, and we'd love you to come and be our partner and creative director. And it was like it popped up the moment I accepted the possibility of that as a belief. Right. Um, and so to, to make a long story short, you know, being able to work on that campaign, meet then President-elect Obama, you know, inspired me to come to back to California. My family wanted to come back to California and started Enso, you know, a company that is um, half, half agency, half innovation consultancy. We call ourselves an impact agency. We create big initiatives for big brands to make the world better. And what I do is lead our leadership for impact group, which is to actually work one-on-one -on -one with the consciousness of leaders, with you know, coaching of leaders, to have them be able to make the same arc I did, so they can bring innovation and purpose and whatever comes forward for them into their business platforms uh, that they're working in. Right. And, um, it's the most amazing work in the world to see a leader, you know, who's over a sizable global platform, have their own awakening, and then want to see that in the products and services of their brand and create a meaningful profit while they're doing it, you know, right. because that's what sustains it. You know, that's what sustains the good works. Yep. They're not opposites, they're complementary. Right, right. You are speaking my language. <laughs> um, I love the fact that you 
really emphasize and because I think and the and culture, uh, you know, it's like when we're having a conversation with someone and we're affirming of them, we say yes and and then we build on it, right? So that's sort of what you're doing uh, when you talk about this. Um, in terms of the coaching, can you share uh, an example uh, from the leadership coaching perspective of maybe a client that you worked with where you actually saw, you know, the impact of your work, how the inner work with them impacted the outer world? I think that would be a, a great example to share. Sure. You know, when we did our very first sole purpose, uh, a woman came who I had met a couple times casually. Her name's Kim Colmoni, she is the senior vice president and global product design lead at Mattel. And when she came to Soul Purpose, you know, she had started to, you know, to think about, you know, purpose and and in her life and and in her business, and was honestly on the fence at that time of whether she was to stay with the company or to go and start her own kind of nonprofit, you know. Mm -hmm. She identified through sole purpose that her kind of inner thing was to really empower the disenfranchised of the world somehow. And and you know, girls around the world give them empowerment. And um and so through the work at Soul Purpose she she came to the understanding that why would I go out into the world to start something new to do that when I am sitting on one of the biggest global platforms that exists that is touching the lives of millions of girls every day. And, you know, what she had already, you know, started to put into works, but what she really then brought out into the world was um, uh, a whole new different line of, of Barbies. She really revolutionized Barbie as a doll in that, you know, she had already been working on a diversity line of, of Barbies of different colors, um, uh, different races, different ethnicities, uh, new body shapes and body sizes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, later when we started, after Soul Purpose, she asked me to become her coach and we started to coach together. And, and one by one, we were able to let go of any limiting beliefs she had around her ability to bring these ideas forth in this company and and that they would be accepted not rejected right. she had limiting beliefs going on about like you know the you know uh, would this be rejected would it not work if i fail will it doom all purpose-oriented prod pro projects and so on so through our work together you know she's able to let all that go and provide a space for greater flow of these purpose-oriented products moving out into the world so that more and more girls could see themselves as part of the cultural story and know that as they were, they were okay. Right. And, and even of late in the last six months, um, Kim has uh, uh, released um, uh, a disabled line of Barbies, a Barbie in a wheelchair, a Barbie with a prosthetic limb, um, which are also, you know, all of these things have become major business drivers for the yeah. brand. Uh, yeah. which again, creates this virtuous cycle of, of purpose and 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 profit that's so important yeah yeah i love it i was i was getting uh goosebumps as you were talking about that because i think the the real impact is you know it's not for the business it's not really even for kim it's for the 
legacy and for the empowerment of these girls who have never seen anything other in their lifetime other than this perfect Barbie, you know, the, the airbrushed Photoshop magazine covers. And now they realize, you know, Barbie has always been beautiful. Now there are Barbies that look just like me and they're just as beautiful. And that narrative is what really, what we need to be sharing in the world. So I, I love it. And that came from really what I, I want to emphasize what that came from was, you know, yes, Kim wanting to do something purposeful, impactful in the world, but, but there was one step before that, which is Kim being who she really is, yeah. you know, as this, you know, uh, Steam divine being having this human experience and it's from that place that these ideas and and energy flows you know yeah. a really great kind of um uh very up-to-date dispatch about this is two weekends ago i took him to a prison workshop that i do two or three times a year in a women's prison um helping the, the inmates of this prison do the same thing, kind of let go of the, the, their judgments. Most of them have been sexually abused and, and physically abused, kind of what got them into a life of crime. And, and I brought Kim there to see the miracle of when we do this work, even with these in maximum security, in a maximum security prison with, with lifer inmates, how the same process can happen. And, and it was such a joy to see Kim's facilitation of, of these women and these women like waking up and realizing that they too um, were not their conditioning or their behaviors, but, but these incredible beings who could go out and not repeat their crimes. Right. And it, was, it, was a, it was a beautiful part to this um, uh, uh, and seeing Kim be able to, to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, to that end, um, why do you think most people believe that that outer experience influences their inner reality? Like, where do you think that that comes from? And, and maybe even how can we start to change those, those narratives? Yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's simple enough how it happens, which is, you know, um, people engaged in this human experience, something happens. And instead of just observing it for what it is, we have this construct in our in ourselves and our in our brains called the ego. And the ego, its job is to kind of categorize and protect and so on. And so when something happens that isn't our preference, the ego says that's bad, and that creates then fear and worry, and we feel sad, right? Um, instead, there's another way of doing it, which is to say. Um, that is, that is not something that's bad or good. That's just something that's happening. How do I use it for my upliftment? And as a result, when we shift the things that are inside, then all of a sudden our outside changes because all the outside is is a reflection of, of what our current beliefs and thoughts are. And so the more we uh, shift what's inside, the more the outside will shift. And and that, that enables us to break the illusion that we're a victim of what's happening on the outside. Right. Uh, we're not. It's a, it's a projection of ours. Right. Absolutely. And it's such an important conversation because, you know, these things, these programming, uh, the past experiences, whatever these conditions are, we keep telling ourselves the same thing over and over again. And we're basically just being tested to see, you know, 
how and when we're actually going to break the cycle, right? Because breaking the cycle is what it's all about, you know, changing the whole narrative. Uh, that's, that's where the real work is. That's where the redefining what success means to us, right? Um, that's where we can kind of come into our own purpose and still be profitable, right? Yeah, that, that's the big proof, Kelly, that you just said, which is when we begin to notice patterns in our life, well, why is that pattern happening? The pattern is happening because we keep creating a situation, like again, inner reality, you know, creating our outer experience. We keep creating that same situation until we respond to it differently. Yep. It's the Albert Einstein quote that, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? Yep. Yep. So when we change our response to that pattern, then everything else changes, like what you're describing. Yeah. That, that is definitive proof of what we're talking about. Absolutely. Um, so as we start to wrap up this conversation, which I wish we could have the show for three more hours, um, but as we start to wrap up, I, I would love for you to share some details about Soul Purpose um, you know, coming up later this month and uh, just share a little bit more about that, how, pe how people can learn about it, what can, they can expect, you know, all sorts of things like that. Absolutely. So what Soul Purpose really is, is kind of like a, a two and a half day boot camp for high impact leaders to come together from around the world. Right now we have them coming from Berlin, Rome, London, Latin America, all over America um, uh, to come and, and literally experience this arc from where they are now to fully and absolutely seeing who they are and what's available to them in terms of purpose and meaning. And then, then how to actualize it in their current business platforms or, or beyond. Mm -hmm. And so it's, a, it's, it's, you know, over the last 10 years of my working with leaders on that arc, it's like, let's bring it out to a lot of people at the same time. And that's the format of Soul Purpose. So as a result, you know, you have leaders who um, are going back to their teams and really, you know, redefining um, uh, how they're going to bring, you know, new products and services into the profit model. We have, you know, I'll, I use Kim again as an example. Kim went back and did an entire sole purpose for the entire design division of Mattel um, to have everyone be able to start to think this way uh, in terms of possibilities, not constraints um, of the ego. So um, that that's what happens in sole purpose. And you know, uh, leaders leave with not just a plan for kind of actualizing what brings them alive within their platform, but a core group of collaborators from the workshop as, as kind of an accountability and support group so that they're, they're staying in touch with that energy that, that they were a part of and it helps them, you know, maintain that going out into the world. And um, dates, times, location? Right, so we decided to have this one right smack in the belly of the business universe, which is in the Financial and World Trade Center District of New York City. We're having it at the uh, New York Academy of Sciences, which is 40 floors above um, uh, the World Trade Center area. And the dates are uh, July, um, uh, September 20, 21st, and 22nd um, in September, yeah. 
Great. And so you can find out a little bit more about that at soulpurposenow.com. And I will definitely put that in the show notes for everyone, uh, as well as a link to your website, Kirk. Thank you so much for this conversation. Um, you know it's near and dear to my heart, but I'm, I'm really hoping that other people are, are getting as much out of it as you and I have, and uh, just can't thank you enough for your time today. Well, I can't thank you enough, Kelly, for actually courageously bringing this work out to this industry, which for me is so ripe to use it to make big change in the world. It, it's, it's, we are the most able to do it as communicators. Thank you. Thanks. This episode has been brought to you by Workamajig, the number one creative agency management software. Show notes at thrive.workamajig.com. Find out how your creative agency can become more productive and more profitable. Schedule your demo at thrive.workamajig.com.